Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Flight 785 in the house once again for another week. I am here. He is I and I am him. My name is Ken Yan, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to the show. And I'm here with my lovely lady friend, Carrie. How are you doing today? How are we feeling? I'm doing good. You're doing good. Guys, I can feel the energy. I can feel the energy. I am ready I missed y'all, and it's only been two weeks, but we are back. This is the show where I pull up, you know, a couple stories, and we chop it up, along with other, you know, other things along with the show. It's good stuff. It is a good vibe. I guarantee it, guys. I guarantee it. Coming to you live from Southeast Texas at Cedar Crest South. Cedar Crest South, that's where we're at, guys. Cedar Crest South. So, guys, at the very top of the show, I always let you know that I have what you call diplomatic immunity. What does that mean? That means don't get, you know, get all upset with me. I may say some things that may ruffle some feathers, if you will. He just says things that makes him think he's correct, but he knows he's not. I'm always, listen, listen. When I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I'm right. That's just the way it is. You have to tell people that yes. you're politically correct no, no, or you're say... diplomatically correct, then you're probably not correct. What I Listen, I'm not going to have you bring the show down, Carrie. We, we're not going to have that today. You oh, no. are, you are I'm, not I'm just... going to bring, I don't like your negative vibes. I really don't <laughs> like them. Okay. You, you're on thin ice already. Okay? I'm just trying you, to set the mood. That you're trying to set the mood. What, what, what he says is probably not true. What I'm feeling, you know what, that's disrespectful. <laughs> yes, what he's feeling is Let's, probably that, not true. You know what? This show started off so great, guys. It started off so great. It really did. When I started so let's talking. Keep moving. But as I look across the table, <laughs> we've said okay, what we said. If if a sound was Carrie this evening, do you know what it would be? Just terrible, okay? Change your attitude. Stop. Change your attitude. That's my engineer, guys. That sounds guys. like a loser clown. My my engineer over there, he always drops the right Sound drops at the right time. But if I, digress. I was in charge of the buttons, every time you said you had diplomatic immunity, I'd play that. Okay, that's disrespectful. <laughs> anyway, guys. No. What we always like to talk about is what we have been watching to start the show. But what have we been watching? What have you been watching, Carrie, on the telly? Me, what have you been watching? Personally? Yes. Well, what have we been watching? Let's let's we, let's go with that. We've been watching uh Bachelor in Paradise. The Bachelor the, in Paradise. The crying, the backstabbing. One the... of Carrie's favorite shows, yes, Bachelor no. in Paradise. <laughs> yes, speak your truth, Carrie. Speak your truth. 
No. The Bachelor in Paradise. It's yes, a group of we've been watching it. Group of twenty somethings and thirty somethings that they. It's been moving kind of slow this. They season. put them on a beach in Mexico, then they give them cheap wine, and then they let the people sparks just fly. keep leaving this season for yes. no reason. You know, what? I'm for over fake it. reasons. Okay. I think. Okay, I'm over it. What What else are we watching, <laughs> Gary? What else are we watching? We started watching the flight attendant. The flight attendant. Now on that is HBO. good. HBO. Now that is good. The flight attendant. So please tell us about it. Oh. <sighs> Well, first of all, I was a little afraid to watch it because I thought it'd be kind of scary. Right, right. But it's like a... Yes, it's like what? Why did you do that? It's like what? It's it's like... um, You made me lose my thought. Uh, Your train of thought. Okay, I'll take over. A high high suspense, suspense. murder, mystery, but also a comedy. Okay, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at yeah. that. Yeah. So, guys, for the flight plan for this week, guys, we're going to talk about, you know, Generation Z. They have an issue. Generation Z. I will say it again. Generation Z has an issue, folks. We're also going to talk about some craziness at the local McDonald's. We're also going to talk about some lottery drama, along with Learn Something, right? What do we have with Learn yes. Something? So Learn Something is going to be about the coolest presidents. The coolest presidents. Yes, and I'll explain why I chose this. Yes, because I didn't know that presidents were cool, but I'm glad Correct. That, <laughs> I'm glad that you're going to be very pacific and let us know what's going on. Yes, as far I'll as... explain just a little later. And speaking of Pacific, shout out to California. We do have some people that download the podcast and listen from California. Shout out to California. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Flight 785 is my Instagram. Hit me up. Hit me up. Let me know where you're listening from. Flight 785. It is just that easy. And as usual, my my people in Kansas, absolutely. Shout out to them also. And the Texas folks. What you got, Carrie? What you got? I thought you said specific, not Pacific. Yes. Like the Pacific Ocean. Listen, you got to keep up. Okay. Current time is 7, 10 p.m. on October 19th, 2022. And I am very Pacific in my words. All right. Let's move on. Jit. <laughs> I don't know what's so funny. I went to public school, okay, and I just very, so y'all know, he raised his eyebrows. I'm very pacific when I when I say things. So he anyway, raised his eyebrows like facts. It is facts. Generation Z, Carrie. Generation yes. Z. Do you know what year's Generation Z is? I believe they're after the millennials. Generation Z, I believe you may be correct. The yes. Generation Z, I do believe, are after the millennials. So it would be like two. It's people born. Thousand. Well, it's between people, or two thousand and one. No, 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 oh, it's, no. no. It's people born between nineteen ninety seven and two thousand twelve. There you go. Our Generation Z. Okay. Okay. So just a quick recap. Uh, the boomers are people born between 1946 and 1964. Yes. Then you have the Generation X, mm-hmm. which are people born between 1965 and 1980. Mm-hmm. Then you have the millennials between 1981 and 1996. Generation Z between 1997 and 2012. And a new generation, Generation Alpha, which are people born between 2013 and and present mm-hmm. okay that's right generation alpha so here we go Gener- 
Yes. Yes. They're going to think listen, they rule the world because they're alphas. Because I'm the only one that has diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Carrie does not. Okay. So if you have issues with so Carrie, if I say something, take it up with it's her. It's not okay. Take it up with her. Okay. Oh, if you do say not- stuff, are you have, they have to take it up with me. No. Are you hiding behind the no. woman? No, you know what? <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. The- we got to rewind that back and. It sounds like me like you're trying to have a war on men and I'm not going to stand for it. Not at all. So anyway, Generation Z. Okay. So Generation Z folks are calling out the popular thumbs up emoji. Oh, you know the thumbs up emoji. Yeah, I heard about this. So, you know, they are calling it rude and hostile. Mm -hmm. They're even saying that they feel attacked whenever they see it used in the workplace. I've heard like... My previous job before the job I have now. Right. I've heard that if you give people the thumbs up, you're flipping them off. Really? Yes. So someone on Reddit had posted that they're not happy with the thumbs up. Okay. Okay. They're saying that the thumbs up emoji is really passive aggressive. Okay. And they're also saying it's it's super rude if someone just sends you a thumbs up. Okay. Mm -hmm. They say that's not proper for the workplace. Okay. Mm-hmm. And older workers, they're saying, you know, they think a thumbs up means, you know, I approve or I understand. Correct. Okay. But the younger folks are saying that it is very hostile, very hostile. And, you know, some office workers say that it's a generational communication culture difference. You know, basically, the older folks think that thumbs up is okay, whereas the younger folks think that it's hostile. So what say you, Carrie? What say you? you know what do you what? think about this? Yes. I'm Please just, be pacific when I'm you, just when you tell give us. the number one and the number two fingers. Listen, we're not talking <laughs> number about Number one <laughs> no. means I like it, and the number no, no. two means. No, we're not talking about you know, fingers. Pointer finger is good. No, we're not. Middle talking. finger we're is not, bad. Listen. They need to get their. Listen, we're not talking about fingers. Do you see the visual? One is your number one. That idea is good. Yes. Number two is Okay, uh, number number two is Catch me outside. How about that? Okay, so there are some emojis that the Generation Z feel they need to be canceled. Okay. They, They cannot cancel, they cannot change. It is in stone. A thumbs up means we are good. Well they have like when when you have a flight, people go thumbs up do they not like in dangerous situations people will put the thumbs up sign right okay yes Yes. it's always been that way okay there are some things that they're just not gonna change they need just just need to shut their mouths okay well generation z believes that thumbs up (laughs) is not good they believe the red heart you know the heart is not good the okay hand, you know, it's okay. That hand gesture is no good. Well, it's no good with a thumb and an okay. They don't. Okay, you know what? You know what, Carrie? This is ridiculous. Okay, but you listen, know what? Just no, for listen, them, listen, listen, listen. I'm going to say, okay, heart, oh, thumbs up. Let me tell you something, okay? That this means is it's a, okay to heart listen, the thumbs up. This is a family show, okay? This you is get a, that? Hi, please, please. Okay. <laughs> to heart the oh, thumbs up. Listen, there's... <laughs> and we're going to make them all red. Okay, we're going to move a on. A red, we're... okay, a red heart, a red <laughs> thumb. Engineer, please hit the transition music, please. If it's this a go, we'll make them all green. This is this is getting out of hand. Let's talk about McDonald's, Gary. McDonald's. Here's what happened in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. The story says McDonald's customers react to seeing kids behind the counter at McDonald's. Oh, hell no. Take your child to work day. Customers spoke out on Wednesday after witnessing kids behind the counter at a Louisville McDonald's restaurant. What were they doing? Well, I'm about to tell you. Nathan Pitts and his girlfriend, Annette Cardwell, said they go to the McDonald's on Taylor Boulevard often. However, they said Sunday night was their first time seeing underage kids inside. Oh, my goodness. Did their parents sign a permission note letting them work? You know what? This is ridiculous. I have never in all my years heard of kids behind the counter at McDonald's. I've so, seen it before, like if you're on a field trip. Well, let's special just, needs kids get a. Yes, but these this is this was well. I'll continue get to make hamburgers or whatever. Well, you know, I'll, I'll put continue. a hamburger together. Well, I'll tell you this. The I'll continue with the story. Okay, so this was Kentucky, ahead. and this was in Kentucky. So as I've said before, it was in the South. So we're in Kentucky. Let me set the scene for you, okay? Can I? Are these children in need that need to work? Well, let's just put it to you this way, okay? It was a school night. They should have been in bed, said Miss Cardwell. So, Miss Cardwell and her boyfriend, Mr. Pitts, they said two children were taking and making orders at 11 p.m. on a Sunday night. Oh, wow. Cardwell said that the kids looked as young as 10 years old. The couple were, was so disgusted by seeing kids behind the counter that they immediately, with the G, they immediately asked for their money back. Those kids should not have been behind the counter at all. A McDonald's spokesman. <laughs> so they were afraid to give them the money I, because I, they were. I don't know. I don't know. Well, they demanded their money. Was back, it a child so takeover? I don't know because they came. They Those came, alpha children. They walked into the McDonald's. <laughs> they paid for their food. Saw kids behind the counter and then wanted the money back. Something doesn't add right. So did they Something take not the food up. or you know what? I don't know. The story doesn't say that. But <laughs> Those alpha Ma- children should not be behind the counter. Well, a McDonald's <laughs> spokesman sent a statement that said, "We are aware of the incident and can confirm that the minors shown in the video. There was a video." are not employees of the restaurant. They are children of some of our employees. While we are proud to employ many parents and caregivers and understand that sometimes kids may visit a parent's workplace, minors who are not employees are not permitted behind the counter. We have taken action to ensure that all of our employees are reminded of our policies regarding visitors. It sounds like the subway down the street. What? (laughs) What? There Can you is be a, little a bit... subway down the street from us. Let me get this straight. That the owner or the manager brings her kids to work and sometimes they help out. That's I don't know if that's true, Carrie. Are you sure? Yes. They were sitting at the table doing the homework. She got busy, said, hey, come here and uh, do this, this, and this. Really? Yes. Did you continue to get your food? Did you get your food? I did. You did get your food. So it wasn't that important. Because my lettuce was brown. Uh, Understand. Understand. All right. Fantastic. (laughs) So what would you have done if you saw tater tots behind the counter at your local McDonald's? Well, she just had them get a couple things and put them out on the rack, like chips or something. And then she told them to go sit back down and do their homework. No, I'm saying, but if you were at the local McDonald's Uh, and there were kids actually working behind the counter and it was 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday. the child labor video record and call child labor first of all 
you would vid- so you would have been one of those people that record everything and then went to the authorities. Is that what you're telling me? I'd snapshot the picture. I wouldn't record. I would let you record. Could you like recording videos? Listen. You would probably do a Snapchat with them and then report them. No, first of all, first of all, (laughs) engineer, cut cut off the microphone for a minute. Cut off the microphone. What? What's going on? Engineer. Listen, while the microphones are off, okay? This is not the snitch podcast, okay? We don't snitch, okay? You are, we would be a snitch. No, we do not snitch. Tell the truth. Let me tell you something. I do not snitch. He's all about the kikis. And and you don't, and it's cakey. Cakey. And and you don't, holy crap. Listen, listen, we don't snitch. I've been away from okay. Hawaii. Okay, too we're gonna long. move on. We're gonna turn on turn on her microphone, engineer. Thank you. All right, moving All right, on. We're back. <laughs> All right, ridiculous. Here's what happened. Yes. Let's talk about the lottery, Carrie, shall we? I can't wait to win. So we're gonna talk about Nottingham, England. Okay. <laughs> after winning, okay, after winning the set for life jackpot in Nottingham, England. A woman dumped her boyfriend of four years and claimed the winnings for herself. Oh, hell no. Yes. Okay. Lord. I'm following. Okay. I thought you were condoning that because. I didn't say whether I was or I wasn't. I just said, okay. 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 Let me proceed. So Laura Hoyle, who's 40 years old, and her boyfriend, Turk Stevens, lived together under an agreement that Hoyle, the female, didn't pay any bills and only used her money to purchase lottery tickets. Okay, okay. so she didn't have to pay any bills. Yes. However, after winning the Set for Life jackpot last March, okay, Kirk Stevens said that his ex-girlfriend, now ex, decided to claim the $4.2 million for herself and live in the five-bedroom house they purchased together. Additionally, he planned to propose to her and even took lengths to ask her parents for permission. At the time of the home purchase, Hoyle, the female, only had put 10% down to, for, to purchase the home. Okay? So, yes? I, I just have one question. Yes. The agreement was he would pay for everything, but her money was spent on, on lottery, lottery tickets. tickets. Okay. Yes. Perfect. And so he believes that his ex should have split the winnings with him. No. But what she decided to do was to keep it all for herself since she bought the ticket with her own money. Correct. The former couple even shared custody of their dogs, Barney and Teddy. Okay. Even though the relationship wasn't perfect, they had slight issues. Okay. Yeah, it but he like felt it. that everything was all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just downright ridiculous that she took the money, and was not going to split it with him. Now, what say you, Carrie? What say oh, no, you? no, no. That was the agreement. There no, was no. no agreement about if she won. The agreement was he pays for everything, and she could spend her money on lottery tickets. On lottery tickets. There was That's no right. agreement, verbal or written, it sounds like, that if she won anything, she would split it with him. So you think that she is justified and not... And sure. not it, splitting the money. Is that what he, you're telling me? He's the dumb person that agreed to those terms. So you think that she was living under his roof, a house that they purchased together. Yeah. Okay. He's fitting all the bills and all her money was going to lottery tickets. Then she wins the money and she decides that she's not going to split it at all with him. It Nothing. doesn't sound like he said, hey, go buy lottery tickets with our money this weekend. 
Well, the agreement was that she would use her money to buy all the lottery tickets. And you know what? This is the exact point why you need to be legally married before you share money. That's the exact point why the government is involved in marriages. Okay, listen, we're going off topic, okay? (laughs) No! This woman is This brings up a great topic that was debated this week, just recently in my circles. Really? Yes. Engineer. Ain't nobody got time for that. Here's the deal, okay? This woman is a terrible woman for not splitting the money. She is, I agree. She's a terrible woman, and she is not justified in doing that at all. Terrible. At but all. do you think that he would share with her? Absolutely. Okay. Unequivocally, he would. Because that's the type of guy he is. All right, ridiculous. <laughs> Carrie, we need to get into Learn Something. What do we got with Learn Something? Okay. Talk to me. So the Learn Something yes. this week is the coolest presidents. The coolest presidents. I, I chose this. I, it's not about personal op- political opinions. It's not just... I just wanted to spark interest in people voting. Doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, really doesn't matter. Just wanted to refresh your memories and let you know what I, and I forget which article I got this from, but it, it rates the presidents from one to seven. Okay. Now, so what do you mean by cool though? Well, we're going to find out. Okay. They're saying these are the most popular and coolest presidents. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Number seven is George W. Bush. Everyone wants to have a beer with him. With George W. W. Bush. Yes. Okay. But he doesn't drink. Did you know that? I did not. I I didn't either. According to CNN.com, I guess that's where I got this article. All right. He's least cool. Rem- the least coolest remembered is Herbert Hoover, only known for the great Hoover Dam. Yes. And then the other least favorite, I'm going to go with least favorite to favorite, is Martin Van Buren, first president that was not a British descendant and known for reflective policies. All right. Chester Arthur. I didn't need, did you know we had a president called Chester Arthur? No. He was the 21st president and he was known for his mammoth mustache. I don't know if that's correct. I I don't believe that's correct. That's what it said. Okay. Please continue. Okay. The number rated number 6 president is Franklin D Roosevelt. Is that right? Yes. For the fact that he told critics he welcomed their hatred. He was unflappable and in control and calm in a crisis. Oh, very good. Very good. Now, number five, Thomas Jefferson, in the early days of the New Republic, he broke the aristotic formalities of predecessors like George Washington and John Adams. He got the Republican greeting from France, the handshake. I see. He was also a re- renowned musician and elegant dancer with whom women fell in love with. And who was this? Thomas Jefferson. Ain't nobody got time for that. Let's keep moving on. Just because it's old doesn't mean you don't have time for Let, it. Let's keep moving on, please. <laughs> Number four is Ronald Reagan. Because he was an actor, politician, and attracted young voters in 1980 and 84. All right. Even young Russians thought he was cool. Uh, yes, Ronald Reagan. Okay, number okay, three. Number three is Theodore, Theodore Roosevelt. Americans were very Teddy. curious. Yes. 
were very curious about the teddy bear, whom was a man of the times back then, I, I guess. I see. I see. And then number two is John F. Kennedy. He was described as having a cool, charismatic demeanor. Even Richard, Richard. Nixon, Nixon said he set the standard for what it meant to be cool. Oh, Dick Nixon. Oh, my. <laughs> I guess Richard he Nixon's the, the he authority on coolness. <laughs> he resigned because he was too cool for school. Uh, there's nothing wrong with old. They used, they used to call him uh, Tricky Dick. That's what they used to Tricky call him. Dick. Oh, I've never heard George of George Sakai, when you get out of the studio, I don't know why he's always in here, but please continue. All right. Can you guess who the coolest president is at number one? Who the coolest president is? Don't don't be Googling. Uh, let, me, let me guess. Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> he's not a president. He was a president. <laughs> was he? Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yes. No. Yes, Ulysses S. Grant was a president. But All please right. continue. At number one. Number one. According to NPR News. Yes. It is Bill Clinton for the way of. Bill Clinton? For the way he reached. Okay, Vietnam okay, okay. Please, voters. please, please. Let's, let's stop. Wait. Let's stop. Let's stop. Okay. In 1992. This is a family show. Okay. This is a family show. Okay. I know. Family show. I know. Oh, my. George Takai, get out of here. And the way he was reaching voters in 1992. I know how he was reaching voters, okay? Listen, you don't have to tell me how he was reaching voters, okay? NPR News says he went on MTV and nightly talk shows playing his saxophone. Okay, he was playing a saxophone, (laughs) But Clinton says that Obama is the coolest. Is that right? Yes. Okay. It's, and he has the coolitude. He has the what? Coolitude. I have like never attitude. heard. Listen, I have never heard that phrase before. I so. haven't either. Okay. But fantastic. So is that what we have for learning? <laughs> yes, that's it. Okay. I thought we'd do a humorous political. You're on board, Fly Seven Eight Five. Fantastic, fantastic. We need to get into Abby is not right. Carrie, are you ready for Abby is not right? Yes, I'm very right. The portion of the show where I grab an advice column and we chop it up to see if Abby is or is not right. I'll be very right. Dearest Abigail, my wife and I have been together for 26 years. I'm old school. No Facebook or social media, although I do follow sports on Twitter. My wife, however, is all into it. My issue is she thinks it's okay for her to have a social life that is private. I don't think there should be any secrets between us, and I'm feeling uncomfortable about this. I saw something from my standpoint that is out of bounds for a married woman. When I asked her about it, she said it's private and it has nothing to do with me. I'm wondering if this is the hill I will die on. Touching her (laughs) phone would be a major crime. But my phone is open and she knows all my passwords to it as well as the computer. I'm thinking that this openness is one way and it's not working for me. Am I an idiot? Am I an idiot? That is what I have been told. If he has to ask himself then. Khaled. Congratulations. You played yourself. This is ridiculous, Carrie. This is ridiculous. I'd like to hear your opinion on this. Oh, no, no. I always give my opinion last. No, you don't. So, um, I always give my opinion last. Yes, but you don't give it first. So, I'd like to hear your opinion. 
Well, let's see what Abby has to say. Let's see what Abby has to say. <laughs> or or would you? Out. Or would you? No, no. Let's see what Abby has okay, to say so this time. Okay, so Abby says, no, you're not an idiot. You are a husband <laughs> who suspects his wife may be doing something nefarious because she has become so secretive that trust has become an issue. Well, I don't think this is the hill you will die on. It may be the one <laughs> your marriage will die on because without trust, there could be no marriage. Because you and your wife can no longer communicate. You hear this right, Carrie? Yes. Because I'm you it. and your wife can no longer communicate effectively. Offer her the option of counseling. If she agrees, it may save your marriage. If she doesn't, then go without her to help you figure out what your next step should be. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. So, Carrie, what say you? What say you regarding this Oh, no, this I'm issue? waiting for your response. You're waiting for my response? Yes. So you want to know what I would tell this gentleman yes. to do. Yes, what advice would you give? This is what I would tell this gentleman to do. I would tell this gentleman that he needs to have a long chat with his wife or it could be a short chat either way <laughs> he needs to have a chat with depending her. on her mood well just depending on what's going on here he needs to have a chat with we her. know what's going on and so he needs it's to gonna be long or short depending on her mood first of all we need to figure out who's bringing home the bacon and who's cooking it around here okay well, obviously okay. she's cooking something and, and i'm gonna tell you right now what he needs to do is he needs to tell her listen lady Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't like how this is going down. Okay. okay. Yeah. I need to I need to have some reassurances of what's going on here. Yes. Okay. And it is no, there are no secrets in this marriage. What if she says okay? everything's okay? Everything's okay. Well <laughs> yeah. then she should let him have her phone and no, dig she in, just please. wants him to trust her. You asked me my opinion, okay? <laughs> Let me speak my truth here, okay? Let yes, me speak my truth, yes. okay? What he should do is, you know what? I'm tired of this. What he needs to do is, <laughs> he needs to get, he needs to find out what's going on. Is what he needs to do. Okay. He needs to get to the bottom of this, okay? Right. And he, if she is being all secretive and all that stuff, yeah, that's the wrong answer, okay? Okay. That is absolutely the wrong answer, okay? So, what if the roles were reversed? What if it was the woman? This is what I would do. Okay, this is yeah. what I would do. What if this it was what... the woman that was wanting the Th answers? This is what he needs to and do. And the man okay? was being. She secretive. needs to cough up her social media. Media, and if she does it, then he needs to okay. burn the house down. So Let if, me finish, if please. Roles were let me reversed. Let me finish. It would be the same thing. Let me finish. Oh, she you're needs, correct. She needs to let him know. Okay. All her social media, and he needs to be able to dig in, do a deep dive, and find out what's going on. And if she does refuses, then what he needs to do is he needs to go and drag he her to counseling. No, he needs to burn the house down, and then she'll have more problems to deal with <laughs> than social media. Then now, it'll what say be you? his problem too. What say you, Carrie? What say you? What is your take on this? If the roles were reversed, is that what you're asking? Yes. In what way? In what way do you mean? Like if it was the woman that wanted to see the man's social media. If the woman wanted to see the man's social media. Yeah, but he didn't want to share. He well, then, was being secretive. 
Well, but that's within his rights. Oh. That is within his <laughs> rights because he wants, it's not secretive. It's just having some sort of, you know, some sort of discretion, okay? Uh-huh. It's within his rights. It's, a, it's an invasion of privacy, if you ask me. Okay. And she is asking so, diplomatic immunity. You want to hear my opinion on it now? Actually, I don't. We're out of time. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. We're out of time. We're out of time. The woman should just keep her secrets and leave him out. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you actually serious yes that's the wrong answer okay? don't t- don't touch the, my social media if the wife wants the husband social media information then that is his private stuff but if the husband <laughs> wants the, the wife the if the husband wants the wife's social media and wants to dig into it there's nothing wrong with it i find nothing wrong with it at all because we like i said before we have to figure out who's bringing home the bacon okay. and who's cooking it diplomatic immunity i said what i said so the honest and right answer is exactly Exactly what is it, Abby? Yes, Abigail. Abby said, and your first answer towards the male female is the f- correct answer for both male and female. The correct answer is they've been married for twenty six years, is and that she how needs many years? yes, and she needs to give up her social media. That's she needs to let him take a deep dive to make Maybe sure she feels there's nothing he nefarious just won't going understand. on social media and he doesn't oh so okay so now men are stupid is that what you're telling me (laughs) this is ridiculous guys we're out of time you know i'm shutting this thing down right now uh truth be told we're gonna have an argument after this if we don't (laughs) shut this down right now the price will be wrong if we do not shut this down right now carrie do you have any final thoughts yes the price will be wrong when i win the lottery ticket no i'm just kidding uh and have a good weekend be safe Hope you had a good weekend. That's right. That's right. Be safe. And listen, listen, Carrie, I need all of your social media information. I need all of it. Right after this podcast, guys, I will be doing a deep dive into Carrie's social media, getting all her passwords and all that stuff. That way I can make sure there's nothing nefarious going on. Yes, we will double check each other's social media (laughs) to make sure there isn't any predators on our Twitter. If you think that I need to be all in Carrie's social media. Give me a hell yeah. If you think I need to be all in on Kenyon's social media this is ridiculous guys we are out of here we will see you in two weeks blue skies and a tailwind we love y'all and guess what i'm gonna leave you guys with something from trevor houston he says if you are afraid of falling you will never fly and that is real talk we love y'all you're on board flight 785 sportos motorheads geeks sluts bloods wasteoids dweebies dickheads They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.